Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am Candace Owens, and you are listening to Dear America, the podcast by Graham Allen. And welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. Happy birthday, and Graham. this episode is special. Happy birthday to you. How you like that? I, wow. We just lost at least <laughs> a thousand listeners it. right there. <laughs> it is you. my birthday today. Yay. I am Ooh, 33 years Catching old. Catching up with me. This is my Jesus year. It's my yeah, Jesus but year. Everybody keeps saying don't say that because it actually wasn't. Well, as much as I'm thankful for Jesus, I hope that my 33rd year turns out a little different. Anyway, (laughs) uh, as you heard earlier at the start of the show, Candace Owens is joining us. She found out it was my birthday and Mm -hmm. she just had to be on the show. Uh, No, I wish that was true. We actually got to link up with her at SAS um, a few weeks ago and she's got some big, big news happening and we are super excited for that. Um, But before we do, Let's get into a sponsor. Tac Pack is the world's premier monthly subscription box for military, tactical, and Second Amendment enthusiasts. For just $49.95 a month, they ship you at least $100 worth of gear from companies like 511, Hexmeg, Mission First Tactical, Armaspec, and America Grip, just to name a few. They ship AR-15 parts to you direct to your door. Everyday carry tools, knives, cleaning kits, and a mix of other tactical gear and apparel direct to you. Sweet. Sign up today for the February pack, which is worth $200 and includes an American-made AR-15 part from Texas that will totally redefine your kit. Go to TACPAC.com, and when you use the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M, that's my name, at checkout, receive a free extra bag of tactical goodies shipped out with your first pack. So if you're into tactical gear from the best companies for half the price, TACPAC is for you. Go to TACPAC.com and get the February pack today. TACPAC.com, TACPAC.com, offer code Graham. All right, so uh, it is my birthday. Yay. And uh, we always have this conversation of, you know, there's two types of people in this world. There's people who don't give a flip that it's their birthday. And then there's people that the entire month That's me. is like a celebration of the fact that they're yeah. breathing. Yes. And uh, that, the latter is definitely my wife. She is the person <laughs> that thinks that you have a birthday week and each day is progressively more in depth yes. yeah. of a celebration. But you know what? I grew up. That's how we were raised. And we do, I do that with the kids. I would do that with you. But you hate birthdays. See, I grew birthday up, I grew up with like my dad forgetting and it's Graham, like the last stop. day of hunting season. And so he's not going to be able to. Which is tragic, which is why we should definitely that. celebrate you. So, uh, sorry, dad. I'm throwing you under the bus here. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, I was getting ready to mobilize one time. You remember this, Alyssa? I don't think you should. I don't think you should. Okay, fine. Yep. I won't. I won't tell it. Anyway. There was a family member in my <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And so, uh, no, it, birthdays just, 
it's not like we just didn't care it was your birthday. Yeah. But once you get past the age of like 12, hey, it's time to go get a job and grow up, Don't you feel like it has a lot to do with family, though? Because people who are like me come from families who are just like, birthdays all the time. More surprises, more surprises, more surprises. Another excuse to get with family. Yeah. Yeah. And then other people, though, who seem to have come from more broken homes are just like, it's whatever. Really don't Hashtag Dear America. I'm curious. Do you think... Because I, I do. I'm all for making it a special day for the kids and up me. until up until about a certain age. But once you get like <gasps> high school, no. like 16, 16 for no. a girl. And then when you turn 18, a girl. 18, like a boys 12, 18. And well, boys 10. Well, because like girls it. have sweet 16. That's like a thing. Boys have that for, too. Boys don't have a sweet 16 party. Okay. Yeah, they do. It's on MTV, right? Sleepover. Sleepover. (laughs) No, baby. No, girls have a... We are celebrating our boys' sweet six... No, we're not. We're not calling it a sweet 16. You got in trouble, by the way, to the audience. There was a lot of comments. You interrupted me a lot <laughs> during that episode. And a lot of people commented on the fact. It was like, are you and Alyssa fighting? Because she like she like interrupted you a Seems lot on the episode. Well, tell them to take it up with me. And I think it's so funny because, <laughs> I, me about because it. <laughs> a couple months ago, that one chick said that I need to let y'all finish. And yeah, y'all yeah. have just taken that and run with it. <laughs> uh, I got a lot of comments about my cuss word, too. Oh, did you? Negative? <laughs> no. Oh, funny. Anyway, yeah, yeah. back to the point. Hashtag Dear America. It, I just think there's a certain age where a birthday is just, I mean, yeah, newsflash, everybody's got a birthday. (laughs) You know, it's not that special of a thing. It's not the whole world celebrating. Your first birthday is special. After that, it's just. Don't you want a reason to get together? This extreme extrovert does. (laughs) I I do think that if. It's your birthday, and you don't really care, but then nobody remembers or texts you. No, no, no. That kind of stinks. Now, Alyssa asked me that. The only thing I really want is just for people to just acknowledge that it's my birthday. Just say, hey, happy birthday. You're cool. Just simple as that. Happy birthday. You know, I I probably would get upset if literally no (laughs) one said anything. It's the thought of being appreciated. Just get But I get legitimately uncomfortable if it was like a huge party. I just do because I don't know exactly what to say. Yeah. You know, I was always that kid at Christmas. I would be thankful for the gift, but I didn't know exactly what to say to yeah. you. And, and I always, it, it just, it put a lot of pressure I on think me. The huh. older we've gotten, this has been interesting. I used to think, you know, the more friends, quantity, almost over quality, the more friends there, the better the party. And then as we've gotten older, it really has been more. I lo- we like it small Smaller because you groups. don't like yeah. that awkwardness. A lot you can't of get around everybody. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people intimate. at a birthday party is awkward because you have a whole set of yes, people that you, you never even get to, to speak to. Yes. Right. Because, you know, if you got 30 people there and you're sitting at a long table, well, you can only fit on one side. And yeah. then there's a whole other corner. That's uh-huh. just, it's just weird. I, I just, I'd much rather just like we're doing tonight. I'd much rather just have dinner, and that's it. Just, yeah. just super simple, super easy. Don't yeah. make it's a hard big deal. For me. Don't invite. Don't <laughs> very, invite. People. Very hard for me. Don't invite people. Just you know, just <laughs> let's just go have dinner, and just let, just be done with it. But it's super your day. simple. <laughs> If you only knew, super simple stuff. Fifty people coming over tonight. (laughs) If you only had any idea, people are flying in and all this stuff. I just whereas Alyssa, let's flip it now. Alyssa, we got limos pulling up. <laughs> well, we, we got all kinds. Music we, needs to be playing constantly. We've got yes. streamers. Yes. We have we have a note 
in every room of the house that leads to a treasure hunt yeah. that gosh. leads to what the clue is for the night's events and stuff. That's for the children, but okay. But this yes, morning, Gage, Gage like cut up a bunch of paper and made it confetti, and he just threw it at me the second I walked out of the door. See, That's I love that they're taking on the birthday Celebratory. Excitement. Oh, no, kids are traditions. awesome about birthdays, yeah, and here's why. Because kids know that if they make a big deal about the birthday, they, they get cake. Yeah. That's what it is. They no, want they, they want have, cake. Our kids have good hearts. No, I'm not saying good. they don't care that it's my <laughs> <Just> birthday. <laughs> I'm saying that the only people that would get mad if we don't have a birthday cake are the kids. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be, be like, upset. They're going to be like, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's your birthday, but there's no cake. What is we going actually, on? We actually, our here? family well even has. Yeah, might as well not have been your birthday. Uh, my Meemaw started a tradition. I think that her mom taught her. We even have a special song after the birthday song that we have to sing. You've probably heard. It. You want to talk about people looking like a bunch of homeschool kids showed up to a football game? Be nice. I'm telling you, and then they get it's off tradition. like the church van that was donated to them Stop and stuff. It. <laughs> like a, it's like, tradition. People will sing happy birthday <laughs> like normal. And then as fun. soon as, uh, uh, happy birthday to you, Blow as soon as that, they, they start this chorus. Wish. We serve everybody's favorite dish. Boom, 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 boom. Happy awkward. birthday, happy, happy birthday. This is your day. So have a happy day. Hey. And it's not short. You hear that? And so people literally like <laughs> look at each other and they're like, what is happening right I now? I other people's and, birthdays just and for the family. And I'm like the middleman that has to be like, I don't know. You know, we've <laughs> you been know? married 10 there, years. Yeah, it's just something they do. I, I don't know what on. to tell you. Uh, anyway, all things put aside, it has been a very cool uh, ride so far, 33 years. Oh, yeah. um, I, especially the past three have been really insane. Um, you know, I'm excited to see what happens. I definitely am starting to feel older. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've talked about this a lot. I'll go work out and I just can't do what I used to do. Or if I try my shoulder hurts afterwards and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and so I don't, I don't feel like decrepit by any means, but I definitely am starting to realize that I'm not in my twenties anymore. <laughs> Uh, yeah. kind of thing. Like I've got, we just said I got a Fox News hit in the morning at three twenty in the morning, and it's ten o'clock right now, and I'm sitting here going, Ugh, "That well, is going to be difficult. That's going to stink. That's yeah, going to be difficult stinks. to uh, get up for that. That's going to be the whole day, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, beat after that. Anyway, um. We have another sponsor we have to get into, but before we get into them, I want to give, again, I know we say this a lot, uh, I want to talk about Virginia and what's going on in Virginia. Ladies yep. and gentlemen, the battle is not over yeah. yet. No, Our not. good friends at Red Arrow Weapons, they are in Virginia. They make, obviously, uh, death sticks. Uh, also known as rifles, your God-given right to bear arms. Assault rifles. Yeah, assault rifles, full semi-automatic. Um, but but it's very important. The, the lawmakers said that they pretty much did not care about the rally, that they're just going to continue to do what they want to do anyway. And the sheriff okay. said Bless they did you. not care about the law. The, the, yeah, well, yeah. the sheriff said that they would not enforce it. And so, yeah, again, unconstitutional. Again, though. You need to pay attention to what's going on mm -hmm. in Virginia and, and and more specifically support Red Arrow Weapons. 
they got to figure out what they're going to do, man. Are they oh, going to yeah. are they going to pick man, up and yeah. move shop to another state? Are they going to be there? Either way, they support us in the show, so you definitely should support them. Red mm-hmm. Arrow Weapons. And I love that they're taking a stand. Like when we talk to Kip, just he's like, we mm-hmm. need to be there. Yeah. Like here, because this is our, you know, our yeah, state. Fighting yeah, fighting against it. Things. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but let's get into another sponsor. Again, we talk about this a lot, but it cannot be stressed enough how valuable our Second Amendment is. It is everyone's right to bear arms, but it is your responsibility to train. So many of you have reached out about uh, your purchase of iTarget Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. It really is. You know, it sounds it sounds weird at first, but once you get it and you practice with it, it'll change your life. Oh, yeah. So the point of the Second Amendment is to fight governmental tyranny. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people forget. It's not to make cool YouTube videos and things like that. Mm-hmm. It is to protect you and your family. Not only are people trying to take away your Second Amendment rights, they're trying to prevent you from safely practicing. In Virginia, they're yep. making it to where you can't even practice at a range without being considered crazy. a militia. It is crazy what's going on. That's why a product like iTarget is so important. Using their proprietary app and laser bullet, iTarget Pro will allow you to safely practice training with your actual firearm in the convenience and privacy of your own home. That's right. You're going to be able to do what your parents and every other person has told you you can't do your entire life. Practice shooting inside the house. <laughs> iTarget comes in all major calibers, including 223 and 556. This means less driving to the range, less ammo, and less government bureaucrats. Get the 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. That's Graham, in case you have not figured that out. Mm. We still need to fight for our rights, but get iTarget before they try to ban that too. Take your skill to the next level safely and effectively with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, offer code Graham. Now, on this birthday episode of Dear America, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, a woman who doesn't really need much introduction, but I'm going to do it anyway, the amazing, the beautiful, the uh, savage, Candace Owens. Hey! What's going on, America? And we are so honored to have my good friend, your favorite person in the world, yes, Candace Owens yeah, yeah. is here, uh, and she's married this time. I around. am. Yeah, I'm actually Candace Farmer. If my husband was here, he'd correct you. Of oh, I still Candace go Farmer. publicly as Candace Owens, but if he was here, he'd go, no, it's Candace Farmer. It's Candace yeah. Farmer. So is That's it right. Candace Owens Farmer? It is indeed. Oh. So wait, where are you from originally, though? America loves farmers. Originally from Connecticut. Oh, that's why. So is it not a tradition there to drop your middle name? Um, no. It's oh, not so a I'm there. A, I'm Alyssa Vincent. Oh. Um, so you kept your maiden. Yeah. And turned yeah. it into your middle. That's exactly what I did. Cool. Oh, that is what you did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wonder if it's, it's not. But it's not a tradition. Or? I just did it because oh. I couldn't get rid of Owens. I already bought all the assets. Yeah. Uh, More business yeah. thing. It's right. kind of a whole yeah. business. Yeah, model. yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I've so already bought CandaceOwens.com. Everyone in the south keeps it. Like you have to keep. Your maiden name. That's good. It's a good rule. So how many months now are we married? Uh, Four months. And? Yeah. It's great. Still going to keep them around? It's underrated. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend it. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Well, you have, obviously, you've exploded in everything that you're doing. Blexit, obviously, has become this 
cultural phenomenon, this worldwide awakening thing. Well, we're super proud of you and, yeah. and excited for you. Uh, what's what's next for Blexit? What's going on there? We're kind of, uh, we, we took 2019 as almost our beta year. We were just experimenting, seeing what worked, what didn't work, creating a lot of art. Um, and now 2020, it's about taking everything to the next level. You know, we, we got our 501c3. We oh, yeah, okay. officially have our charitable status, um, you know, as an educational program for minorities um, to really talk about, you know, school choice, talking about conservative principles and, and how when you take on conservative principles, it can change your life. It can transform your life. Yeah. Um, so we are doing our first five stops. We've already got Houston, Dallas, North Carolina, Tallahassee. Yeah, invite us to the Dallas one. Yes, yeah, yeah. for sure. We're in Dallas, for sure. So. It's, it's, I think it's on February 25th. And okay. where are those venues or where are y'all going into? Um, we do everything at theaters. So every, okay. everything that we do is at a theater. We don't have a Dallas one booked yet, but the North Carolina is up first, and that's uh, at the Fillmore okay. um, in North Carolina. So, and, and that's even that strategic. We just don't want to have like this sort of, I know right now it's ironic because we're sitting in a, in a hotel conference room, but yeah. we just think that if we're going to be cultural, <laughs> Um, where would you go see culture, you know? Right. Oh, I love that. Yeah, oh, that is good. good yeah. yeah. Okay. So ours are really just concerts of thought. It was what we what we call a Blexit event, a concert of thought. That's awesome. Um, nice. With a lot of really beautiful moving art that tells the story without us having to hammer you love that. with a bunch of, ah. Oh, you I want to see yeah. it. Yeah, I want to go to the one yeah, in Dallas. Yeah, it's, it's really wonderful. You guys should definitely come. Yeah. Yeah, well, this will be there. our token white people. I, That's yes. right. Woo, we're token. For yeah. For the first time ever. We're token. I to be there. That was what I wanted. In my whole life. Prayers answered. Yeah, there so, you go. Okay, so all that starts in February. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In January. January, January 19th is our first one. Okay. Oh, that's Well, exciting. you have something else gigantic happening in February, right? I do. What my is that? book is Woo. coming Your out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exciting. Black, Blackout um, is already, you can buy it now. So that's don't don't feel the name to yeah. wait. Yeah. Don't feel the need to wait. Um, you can buy it right now. Go Amazon, anything. You can, it's online. SimonandSchuster.com, Barnes and Nobles. Um, and it's going to be a New York Times bestseller. We've got great pre-sales already. Awesome. Um, and I'm super excited because it, it felt like having a child. I mean, it was like <laughs> yeah. a, a big process. I, I'm sure having a child is more difficult. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. It depends. Honestly. It depends. <laughs> it depends. So, can, can you give us a little background? Yeah, are you able to tell us a little bit about you know like, the book? I mean, other than the obvious. Absolutely. Kinda, yeah. um, so it's, it's, you know what, a lot of it is autobiographical and content. I wanted to sort of bring people through how I got to my conservative principles. Yeah. Um, I tell people all the time, I took a very liberal route to conservatism. Mm. Um, I'm one of those people that experimented heavily with liberalism and thought it was the answer to everything. Um, but because of my childhood and, and because of really not liking the person that I was, I realized something was different, um, uh, uh, that something needed to be changed. And it talks a lot about my grandfather and my upbringing, and he kind of instilled um, conservative principles in me subliminally. And then when I was ready to embrace them, they were already there. Uh, we obviously go in on the subtitle of the book is how black America can make its second escape from a Democrat plantation. So we go in on how they've established these modern plantations, right. whether it's um, via abortion, whether it's via mm -hmm. the breakdown of the family, um, how the media, the hip hop artists, they are not our friends, but our enemies, the glorification of Hollywood as a form of idolatry. Um, so I really wanted this to be a blueprint for black Americans and for all Americans to wake up and realize what the left has done expertly and what they've executed via culture. Right. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to read it. So then. I think it's great. I can't wait to read the book. Uh, I, I'd like a signed copy. You I will don't get know. a signed copy I don't know in the mail. If I, I don't know <laughs> if I've made the list token of white people. Token white guy. I don't know if I've made the list of people Arcanus to get farmer. the book, but you know, I, I would love that. But <laughs> so so it, it gets me thinking about some things. So, you know, the, the, the music industry, celebrities are not our friends and stuff like that. 
you were around with this whole, I'd like to get your thoughts on Kanye recently. I'd, yeah. li- I'd like to, you were, I mean, it was you, was his kind of coming out mm-hmm. conservative kind of deal. Uh, not that you weren't a big deal before then, but that also just, just thundershot you into everywhere. So you've been around since Kanye first started dealing with, you know, he's a Trump supporter, uh, conservative, things like this. What do you think about Kanye's new um, Christian uh, thing that's going on? I, I love it. I, I love it, too. I think, I, I think it's, it's brilliant. Awesome. And I think this is the, 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 the best way for Kanye to make a contribution to the conservative movement is via the via art. Yeah. I mean, he is an artistic visionary. He's an artistic um, genius. Yes. Uh, there's no question that he is an artistic genius. And I think when he first got into politics, he was doing a lot of talking. Kanye is not going to be remembered as the greatest orator of our time. Right. Correct. <laughs> yeah. the dash. Shocking. I think but he's amazing, <laughs> but he's definitely not going to be remembered as yeah. that. We all have um, our He will gifts. be remembered yeah. as one of the greatest artists um, to, oh, ever, to, to ever walk the face of the planet. Right. Um, so now that he's creating art to deliver his ideas, um, as opposed to just trying to speak them, people are getting them in a way that they hadn't got it before. They didn't get right. Kanye's yeah. brand of conservatism. Um, because people thought, and I spoke about this on stage last night here, um, people, for some reason on the right, um, can be closed off and can be very elitist and, and can think that conservatives shouldn't do culture or don't do culture or culture yeah. is stupid. Yeah. Well, that's exactly how you almost lost your country. Well, I was just saying, that's Christian also how we're failing. Because, right, yeah, yes. Christian conservatives are very similar the most unfortunately a lot of times the most judgmental people in the world are christians and it's a very unfortunate thing and what did you think of the initial backlash because i know that i spoke out about this when kanye first came out you know i'm a christian now i'm born again my album's going to be about jesus i'm going to go into churches and stuff like this there were all these christians that came out of the woodwork going whoa we need yeah. to wait and hold course. You know, like, like they're, they're saying these weird way of speaking because Christians do that a lot too. We need to hold course to see, you know, the true nature yeah. of this conversion before we allow. A little bit of that, of that is warranted. You preaching. Know. Preaching I can get along with. Yes. Yeah. Somebody that's a new Christian probably should not just an, yeah. immediately be a preacher. Right. right. But to allow someone that is as known as Kanye West, who has found the love of Jesus, has given his life to the Lord, that is somebody that you should mm. bring into a church and let him tell, you know, let yeah. him tell well, this someone new you should embrace in the right? like, at least. I tell mean, their story. I, I don't think Kanye considers himself to be a pastor. Yeah, no, right? exactly. Yeah. He considers yeah. himself to be someone who, like anybody else in this world, when you're going through experience, you have the right to talk about it. And you yeah. want to you share it, right especially when you find God. You, right, yeah. Yeah. you want to share it. Exactly. You're excited. Exactly. You know, that whole so. spread the gospel thing is kind of and in the Bible a lot. I don't remember a word of what he has, you know, spoken or done a speech, but everyone, all my kids are singing Chick-fil-A. Right. Oh. So, I, mean, I mean, you know, he's a genius. Anytime right. he's we're like, do we want Chick-fil-A? Mm-hmm. Our so kids in the background, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> every time, every time. They, they think that's the most hilarious thing. They do. So, so let's go back to the book, all right? Um, it's an exhausting process, writing a book. It is. Um, what? How long, I'm sorry, how long did it take you? Sorry to yeah. interrupt. Um, so I started putting pen to paper last February. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. And we're still editing. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, so yeah. it's a, it's a, that's why it's like nine months of like, <laughs> yeah, solid, like writing and work and editing, and so that's why I call it a baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. So, 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 so you wrote it, and then, and then you send off like they, your manuscript to the to the editors. And yeah, things? they have editors, and they have a person that's called a book doctor, where they yeah. kind of read it and 
they're just highly critical. That's kind of what yeah. you hire them for. And yeah. it's, it's good. Mm -hmm. It's a painful process, but it's good because they're preparing you for how you're going to get criticized or, yeah. you know, you should have expanded oh, more on this. You didn't know enough about this. Um, so you just kind of go back. They decide if you're going to get sued. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it is a process. What was it? What has it been like for you? Because I know that a lot of us, as we grow up, most people don't ever think that they're going to write a book about their life. So, and most people, when they have experiences, good or bad, we most of the time move on from those experiences. And very few people get to, like, almost dive back into that emotion and whatever it is. What was it like writing this book for you? Um, cathartic, I think, would be the right word. It, it was it was nice. It was it, There's something about writing, and I've always said to people that writing has always been my first love. You know, I majored in journalism and English when I was a child. The first thing I was doing was writing poetry when I was a kid. Um, and books and words have always made sense to me, and I think that that's helped me be an effective communicator about my ideas and my principles because I've always loved words. I, I, I see a symphony when I see words. Right. Um, and, and so the process for me, when I put something down on paper, it's released, and it's, yeah. it actually in a bizarre way it's really mine so like for example when I lived my life hiding and I talk about this often when I had anorexia when I was young when you when I when that was a secret it wasn't really right. mine I was constantly fear of exposure right? Yeah. right But then when you put it out and you put it into the poetry and, and, and the music that you want it to be and you tell that story the way you want to tell it yeah. like I did in my and I talk about that in my book now it's really mine yeah, because yeah. You, can, you can't discover this it's yeah. mine right? well, so you and you're it. going yeah. to you're going to affect so many people that are also dealing and feeling the same way that you were uh, when you were younger. And, and so I think that's an amazing thing to put your your scars or, or your, your your past that you've overcome and that you work through and live through. I think that that's an amazing thing to yeah. actually put those those uh, points in your life in a book. I think it's because a lot of people would leave stuff like that out. Right. No, I definitely don't. And I think that I've been one of those people that's been very public about a lot of my life um, because there's safety and publicity in a weird, bizarre way, especially yeah. when you're, you know, in the conservative space and people are constantly looking for things to try to take you down or try to say that this didn't happen. There's safety in being a person that's very public in that regard. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it, it's a lot of healing. And I want to encourage other people not to be so afraid in this hostile environment that kids today can't grow up. They can't yeah. make a mistake. You, you, right. you put one wrong post and you're permanently yeah. branded a racist so at nine true. years old. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's a really horrible, ugly trend in society that I think is going to lead to a lot of suicides. Kids have to be able to grow up. We have to accept that kids are dumb. They do a lot They're of dumb make things. Mistakes. Oh, yeah. And they got and you got to be able and to forgive them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Good to, thing Twitter wasn't around when I was. Oh, right. my gosh. I mean, oh, my yeah. gosh. I was like saved by that. What? I mean, I said a lot Which of stupid stuff. Which one of us stuff. wasn't dumb when we were a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, like, isn't I mean, that the I was pretty point? awesome as a kid. Uh, <laughs> I was homeschooled. Isn't that Didn't the whole point of, of being a kid? Yeah. Like, you do dumb things. Same, I watched yeah. my son run into a wall, back up, <laughs> and did. run right back into right the wall. Again. I mean, you know, and He's I, an angry white male. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's his child. Male. Yeah. His racist, child. angry white, white male. supremacist. What are you going to do with him? So, yeah. Candace, I, I, I've been wanting to pick your brain on this since I saw the report come out. There was a report about a month ago that said Trump is polling at a 34 percent African-American approval rating right, right now. And, and, and two years ago, people were saying if Trump could pull just 15 percent, he would landslide, landslide in 2020. Right. Being what you do with Blexit and everything, what are you seeing? 
as far as the African-American community? I, I mean, I've been saying this for a while, and that's why I've been hyper-focused on it, because I always knew that it would be the path of least resistance in terms of defeating the left. Um, go for black America, because all you have to do is tell us the truth. Right? Yeah. There's you know, no trickery. There's no politics in it. Just tell black America the it. truth. Lay it out. You've been lied to, abused, and used to sustain a party that's not helping you in any regard. Um, so I had said, when I first got in here, I was like, 20 points in 2020, easy. Everyone thought I was crazy. I mean, really, people were like, it's never going to happen. Might as well focus on, um, you know, the Hispanic community. And I'm like, are you crazy? We just have to communicate the messages culturally and not be dry about it and be more exciting about it. Um, so, yeah, that poll came out and everyone said, oh, it's Rasmussen, even though they were the only people that got it right in 2016 about Trump. Right. Then Emerson came out. And that's not that's not a right yeah. polling group. That's a left polling group. Right. Um, and then Maris polling came out with the exact same numbers. And suddenly they realized they're, they're terrified. And, yeah. and they should be terrified. You know, they've been playing a dangerous game. Um, and they, they really have made a mockery of, of black America over the last six years. It just took black America having the courage, a few people to stand up and say no more and to do it publicly. And now more people are following and it's yeah. beautiful to see. So yeah. let's talk, let's talk 2020 realistically here. So, so, so let's take our, you know, our Trump hats off and our conservative hats for a minute. And let's talk realistic. Realistically, I see Trump landsliding and not just winning the Electoral College. I see him taking the popular vote. Oh, I think so. Wait, first should. off, let's be clear. He did win the popular vote uh, yes. in 2016. States like California don't vote. That's the whole yeah. point because of the Electoral College. Right. If, if, if you could win by the popular vote, then the conservatives wouldn't stay home in, right. in states like California and <laughs> New York. I don't know. Right. A, a single one of my conservative friends that live in California, they didn't vote. They were yeah. like, there's no point in voting in California. Because so it's for not going to matter. Uh, that the popular vote was run by Hillary is completely bogus and shows they have no idea how the Constitution works, how right. our country works, or anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, tip for tat, he would have won in 2016 if that was how the race, you know, how the race was won. It wasn't. But yeah. I agree with you. Then 2016, it's going to be a double win. And it's going to be a landslide. Yep. Oh. The only sure. person that can actually beat Trump is Trump. Yeah. Right. If yep. he pulls out of the race, he does something completely, you know, ridiculous. Or he's the only person that can defeat Trump. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, everybody else is a joker in the field. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I, I and I've said this for a while. I mean, obviously. Every single one of us has to do our jobs, and our jobs are to be the voices right now. Why we've been given that ability and that responsibility, I don't know. You know, God has a plan for everything. But I think that if everybody does their job, everybody goes out and votes, I think Trump landslides this thing. For sure. And I think Brexit, you know, that recent, the recent vote in the oh, UK. Yeah. You know, they say the news, when America yeah. catches, when America sneezes, the UK catches a cold, vice versa. Yeah. Yep. And that's, look what happens. What yeah. are the odds of like a Trump clone? happening in Boris. the I, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean it's like oh yeah. my gosh yeah. it's the happening? London version of Trump it's but it was crazy. exactly that I mean they they won by a small margin the Brexit vote won they said it wasn't real that the votes didn't count that everyone who voted that way was racist they demanded a recount all of this stuff I mean it's literally a, a mirror <laughs> image of what's, of happening, what's happening in America mm -hmm. and then they finally got to get to their 2020 effectively right they, yeah. they waited they waited the, the three and a half long years before they could return to the polls again and they they kicked their butts and it was yeah. really a referendum on the Left yeah. a referendum on the socialists, a referendum on the people who do not respect the the will and the sovereignty of its own people. Yeah, right. right? I and, agree. and that is what we're doing in America. I think it's going to happen. I can't wait to get to the voting booth. I can't have either. to watch it's this absolute be. shit show. Yeah. It, it is going to be, it's be epic. Yep. We, we just have to watch. Yep. We have to watch the Democrats in Congress. We have to watch all these bogus hearings of white supremacy. So we have true. to watch kids getting assaulted for wearing yep. a MAGA hat. And when do we get to actually show up and 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 say something back? And to make our mark. November eighth, twenty twenty. Yeah. 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 
cannot wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I, I want to watch their faces. When they're, <laughs> oh, yes. I want, I want a camera on AOC. Yes. You thought oh, there was a I want a camera on Chuck Schiller. You thought Schiller. there was a meltdown yeah. last time. I want a camera on Nancy Pelosi. I think we're going to take oh, the Omar. house back. Yeah. I think Trump's going to all of it. I want to watch their faces. Because they're <laughs> really cut it. I know. I we need to form the biggest watch party in the history of the presidential election. Like, we need to form a MAGA watch party. Like, yes. like yes. rent one of these yes. places out yeah. again. Like a MAGA watch in. party. Yeah. And just, I mean, and then when he wins, just party through mm-hmm. the night mm-hmm. and all this and stuff. And be, can you imagine all of us broadcasting the whole thing the entire night? Just, I, right. I think it would be the most amazing. If it's we don't amazing. do something like that, we we have failed. <laughs> yeah. Failed America. <laughs> yes. 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 That's yes. all I need. Oh, yeah. Oh. I want to show up. We deserve it. I want Jerry Nadler. With, I will remember. Yeah. <laughs> playing in the background and stuff. Oh, all right. man. So let's move off of 2020 because I think we all are in agreement there. And, and I've asked a couple people this. 2024, okay? I've said this for a year and a half now. I'm less concerned about 2020 than I am 2024. I agree with you. Who do you think is going to be the person for the conservative party in 2024? I don't know. I don't know what comes after Trump. I mean, I can go through every person that people say, what about this person and that person, and give you my assessment on why not. Um, but I, I don't know. Do you I really think, don't know. Do, do you agree with some people that the Trump family will be the new Bush family? No. And that there will be no. more Trump what will presidents? happen after? There, down the line, there could be. If it's the Bush family, as in there was a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Presidencies, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. I, could, I could totally see um, Don making a run for it down the line, but it won't be in 2024. It shouldn't be. He won't win. Yeah. Right. What, a, a fatigue will set in. Yeah. That's yeah. what you know, I Trump said. I feel like, Trump yes. Is, you need Trump right now, but yep. you can't have Trump Jr., Right after Trump, it just yeah. won't. It just won't work because a fatigue will set in America. He won't be able to do what his father did. Right. Right. We'll, we'll yeah. get, you'll get people will be tired of the tweets. Tired of it's like, all right, we're we're in a peaceful spot now. We just need someone right. with a different character. People want to see change. They want to see development. But down the line, yeah. you know, yeah. of course, we're definitely. I think we're going to see the Trumps running again. Well, speaking of change, do you think 2024 is the year of the first female president? Who's running? Well, I have no idea I, who's running. Who, who, I, I like Nikki. Nat Haley. Well, a lot of people said Nikki Haley. I, I, I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't put my money. I, I could put my money on her running. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she has... She would have to pick like the, the perfect the VP. Character. She'd have to pick the fir- the yeah. perfect VP. Yeah, to go. I mean, there the charisma. I think charisma. is the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, there it is. Right, the qualifications, of course. Has she done stuff that she care? Does she care about the country? She loves the course, country. Of course, yeah. But half of these elections are one on one on charisma. Yeah, right? especially True. after Trump. Oh yeah, Trump. especially following Trump. And, and let's be real, the left runs very charismatic. They yeah. Do, oh yeah, right. They do. So. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think that the left in 2024 will still go after the anti-Trump candidate? The left going after the anti What do you mean the anti-Trump? I mean, like, like Trump is very in-your-face, very brash, tell you what he thinks. Do you think that in 2024 their candidate will be more like a Buttigieg and things like that? Um... Yes, yeah, I do. More of that calm, yeah, anti-Trump yeah. kind of figure. Yeah, and by the way, Buttigieg, charismatically, is great. Right? Yeah, he yeah. Did, I thought he did a he's really a good, good job he's a shutting good, down. He's a good middle ground yeah, kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, middle ground. You know, if they're smart, they'll play more in the camp of the Andrew Yangs, the more moderate people, because yeah. after losing in the way that they're going to lose in 2020, yep, yep. they're going to maybe have to do a little bit of retro assessment and realize that something else is going on right, and not yeah. the rapid spread of white supremacy. Yes, right. yes well. Right. Sure. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And that's an interesting thing. One last thing, and, and, and I know that you're super busy, and I appreciate you here. 
impeachment's not going anywhere. Senate's not even going to start if if Nancy Pelosi takes it to the Senate at whenever she decides to do that. They're not even going to start trial for it until mid-January. What do you what do you see happening with impeachment? I mean, do you truly see it being like the most nonchalant, anticlimactic thing ever, where That's the Senate's just prediction. like, this is complete is garbage, ridiculous. get it out of here? Yeah. Or do you think it's going to be a just crap show. I hope not. Well, I think what it's going to be is we're definitely not going to hear the end of it because Trump won't let them hear the end of it. Yeah. So they literally just handed him his biggest weapon into t- going into 2020. Yep. At You're every so rally, right. he's going to be talking about the impeachment part. So he's right. going to say, you, they tried to take your vote with the impeachment. I mean, sometimes I, I truly wonder whether or not Trump has the Democrats on payroll. I know. I mean, I'm like, how could they have waited this long right before 2020 to hand him a Christmas miracle? Yeah. Right? With a Christmas an miracle. obvious political agenda yeah. vote. Oh, obvious. No Democrats said no. Delcy Gabbard did present, but did present, but but ninety nine percent, and then a hundred percent of Republicans said yeah. absolutely no. not. That is an obvious political agenda. Right, and, and yeah. that was our, our founding father's fears. I mean, Alexander Hamilton wrote extensively about what could happen um, if we started impeaching people based on partisan reasons. And, and they, they debated impeachment, whether or not to even include it, for a very long time because they foresaw this could potentially happen. Yeah. And it's happening. Yeah. They just impeached someone for no reason. Right. I mean, that because is, that is just like so him. counter yeah. to everything that we believe in as Americans. And I think I think it's a blessing. It's a blessing for Trump, definitively. But it's also a blessing for, for all conservatives because the more moderate Dems are starting to see it. Yeah. People that told me I was crazy for supporting Trump, oh, now yeah. they won't They won't say that. They'll just be like, oh, well, you know, I'm a refugee. I don't support the Democrats. What's his name that just switched mm-hmm. over? Oh, I uh, to the Republican Jeff, Party. Jeff something. Something, yeah. Jeff, I don't remember Jeff that. Something Literally, he just had a Jeff meeting something. today, something. and yeah. I got an email from the White House that said, Trump launches Democrats for Trump. Right. No <laughs> yeah. way. That's awesome. See, Brilliant. They, they hate him more than they love the country, like right. you yeah. said before. Exactly. And it yeah. can't be more true. Yeah. You know. Well, so true. Candace, we know you're super busy. Thank you so much for and stopping congratulations by. Congratulations on Thank you so much. Congratulations on Blexit. And one more time, where can they go find your book? Um, well, you guys can find it anywhere, literally Amazon, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can go to simonschuster.com. You can find the book. Go to blexitfoundation.org if you want to support what we're doing in 2020 to educate yeah. minorities against leftist indoctrination. And find me on Twitter. There you Love go. It. Jake, where can they find you? Instagram at producer underscore Jake. Alyssa? Alyssa Allen on Instagram. And, of course, I am Graham Allen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast. And we'll see you again next time. Bye.